0: Hello, if there's anyone listening. Let's all take a deep breath. All that stuff buzzing around in your head. Just take it and bunch it all up into a tight ball it out in front of you, and drop it. Then take another deep breath. <sighs> Nothing really matters. Hello, if there's anyone listening. Um, I thought I would do another attempted Gilmore Girls recap and laundry folding, uh, today. So I'm just going to get myself set up over here and where the best place to put the phone is, right here. So We did get, um, my little guy some extra, not extra, some bigger clothes, because he's starting to grow out of his, um, most of the ones he has now. Um, and I'm always excited when we get him some more clothes. I don't know why, I just, like, get three times as excited when he gets new clothes as I do when I get new clothes. But this is kind of a mix of both of our clothes. Um so yeah this first sweater is mine and um it's very like thin and soft and it's blue dark blue with a landscape uh on the front of like it's actually very um kind of kind of like a landscape you might imagine someone from the group of seven painting i guess if you if you are not canadian you may might not know who the group of seven is, or even if you are Canadian, you might not know who the group of seven is, but they are a group of painters, um, who are pretty famous in Canada. Um, I, I'm terrible with dates, so I actually don't know when they were painting. Um, but suffice it to say, most of them are dead. Um, but maybe all of them, I'm probably sound like an idiot right now, but um, either way, it just reminds me of one of their paintings, uh, because it's got like a lake with mountains in the background, and then there are these rocky islands in the lake with these kind of um, uh, trees growing off of them, uh, and uh, it's kind of at an elevated sort of angle, so... It reminds me a lot of a Group of 7 painting, and it says, Canada, let the adventure begin. So, that is one of mine. So, as I was saying a few episodes ago, uh, the next episode of Gilmore Cross was called uh, The Lorelei's First Day at Chilton. And it starts off um, with... Rory coming into Lorelai's bedroom and saying that and she's very um, anxious saying that it's that Lorelai needs to get up because it's ten after seven um, and Lorelai says no, it's, it's quarter to six it's not ten after seven um, she claims that she set her alarm for a quarter to six and I thought this was strange because you don't hear her alarm go off So if somebody woke me up and I had set my alarm for a quarter to six and they were saying it was 7.10 and my alarm hadn't gone off, I would have said, no, it isn't even a quarter to six yet because my alarm hasn't gone off. And I set it for a quarter to six, but for some reason she says, no, it is a quarter to six, which doesn't make any sense because her alarm hasn't gone off. Either way, she must have made a mistake setting her alarm because... It does not go off, and it is 710 and she's still not up. so. um, Here's a sweater that's really similar to the last one um, in terms of, like, the the style of it, I guess. But um, instead of a landscape on it, it has um, the words tough as a mother written on it, and there's a heart in the middle kind of like a gray a gray sweater yeah so um, Laura looks at the clock and realizes it is in fact 710 and um, so she rushes out of bed and Rory is of course extremely worried about being late for her first day at Chilton and she says she doesn't want to be known as the late girl for the rest of her high school career Um, and so, um, you know, they, Lorelai is rushing around trying to get ready, and, um, she realizes that she has to pick up her dry cleaning still, she still hasn't picked up her dry cleaning, and, um, Unfortunately, this leaves her with very little options for what to wear to drop Lorelai off at school. Um, and because it's her first day, Lorelai, um, I guess, has a meeting with the headmaster of Chilton, so she does. it does actually matter what she's wearing. So, um, yeah, so she realizes since she woke up late she's not going to have time to go pick up her dry cleaning. So she ends up wearing... I believe it's a pink tie-dye t-shirt I think it has some kind of logo on it or maybe it doesn't I can't remember and some cut-off jean shorts pretty short shorts and Rory of course is horrified that this is what her mother's wearing and Lorelai isn't too happy about it either but it's really all she has so she wears this long black coat to hide what she's wearing underneath and they drive uh, to Hartford to Chilton and, uh, so I think they do end up actually being relatively on time, but with the consequences of Lorelai not being properly dressed. And on the way, um, well, they, 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 approach the school and they're not really sure where the headmaster's office is. And so Lorelai asks directions from this guy, um, he's tall, he has a deep voice, kind of medium length brown hair, medium length for, man's hairstyle I guess you would say Um, not like shoulder length or anything Um, and turns out he has a daughter that goes to Chilton and um, Lorelai sort of flirts with him a little bit mentions that she works at the Independence Inn and Rory has to kind of pull her away to go have a meeting with Headmaster Charleston now did I at any point say Charleston instead of Chilton I wonder if I did his name is Headmaster Charleston, but he's the headmaster of Chilton. So, they get to the headmaster's office, and I believe I'm wonder, I'm, I'm i keep forgetting whether or not Rory is present for certain things. Um, no, I think she has to go. Um, get herself oriented and fill out some paperwork and such and Lorelai goes in to meet with the headmaster um, after I think they both meet meet him and then I think um, Rory goes off to do her thing and Lorelai um, continues to have a conversation with him I'm not exactly sure the order of events, but either way, when they first enter the um, headmaster's office, Emily, the grandmother, Emily Gilmore, is actually sitting in one of the chairs and Lorelai was not expecting her to be there. So, um, yeah, it turns out that she's there. Lorelai isn't very pleased with that. Um, and... Um, Headmaster Charleston asks Lorelai to have a seat and take off her coat. And, um, Lorelai says she's going to keep her coat on for reasons that are obvious to the, um, to the audience. Uh, but, uh, her mother says, well, you don't want, you don't want him to think you're rude. Take off your coat. So, um, I, I don't see why it's rude. I mean, I suppose that's not the most polite not to take off your coat, but I don't think it's the rudest thing not to take off your coat. I mean, she said she was cold, which she probably wasn't, but, like, that that's something I would be okay with, personally, is if somebody was cold, them leaving their coat on. But either way, it's all a plot device to get her to take off their coat, her coat so that, um... Her mother and Headmaster Charleston both see the outfit that she's got on underneath, which is the tie-dye pink t-shirt and the short jean shorts. And she uh, says in a very breathy, embarrassed voice that it's laundry day. Um, what I have now, uh, that I'm folding now, is these new pajamas that we got, that we got him and they're blue and they have Oh, I didn't notice this, but... It's kind of funny. So they're blue, and they have little cartoon dinosaurs on them. Um, but some of the dinosaurs are wearing winter clothes. Oh, one of them's even on skis. That's hilarious. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Dinosaurs wearing scarves and hats and... Skiing. That's so funny. Um... Yeah, these ones don't have any feet on them because he's starting to pull up to stand and the feet of the pajamas kind of make it harder for him to stay balanced because they slip all over the floor. And um, also, I find that's really the problem area when he starts to grow grow, um, out of the pajamas. His legs are kind of the things that make it hard to fit him uh, into the pajamas because... I think they're a bit longer than the proportion the proportions of the pajamas, so they end up being kind of really constricted in there. So um, I think it's better from now on if he doesn't have any feet in his pajamas. Right. So laundry day, and in the meantime, Rory is going to um, get her things straightened away, and she's filing some paperwork or something. I think with an administrative assistant who's very kind of abrupt and um, somehow her paperwork gets passed out the window Window to three girls um, who you find out at some point are Paris, M- Madeline and Louise and Paris is going to have quite a role in the show. Madeline and Louise are kind of her sidekicks sort of um, and uh, yeah, so they are looking through her file, and kind of, Paris does a lot of comparing herself to Rory, so she's kind of, you know, speculating that Rory is, you know, from this small town, and she maybe is a little bit, um, you know, assuming that she's kind of, uh, clueless or, or not worldly enough or something like that and um, she speaks as though she's confident that she's better than Rory but if that's the case then why is she hiding in the bushes doing all of this spying to see what kind of you know credentials she has or what kind of experience she has um, so she this is the beginning of, of their kind of relationship even though Rory is completely unaware that Paris isn't even there but Paris, this is the beginning of her kind of relationship with Rory and comparing herself to her and their kind of competitive dynamic that that persists throughout the um, show um and I believe that um this is the part where I get kind of confused as to whether or not all of these things belong in this episode or if they're from other episodes. Rory gets um, to class and Tristan, who's this kind of douchey guy, um, is kind of making these kind of comments, calling her Mary instead of Rory. Um, I don't remember when she first meets Tristan or in what context it might be in class but I can't remember but either way the um, teacher is kind of doing roll call or introducing Rory or something and she says like um, oh she says her name's Rory and then she says oh I have a Lorelai Gilmore and Rory says well that's you know that's my name that's you know but I go by Rory and she's like well, you have to pick one name, and she was like, okay, well, I guess my name's Rory, um, and I don't know if it was in that class or another class, but, um, at some point she's in a class with Paris, and noticing that, um, Paris is answering, like, every question that the teacher asks, and, um, So this is kind of where Rory gets set up for this competitive dynamic that they're going to have throughout the show, where she kind of notices, hey, this girl is really knowledgeable and, um, very studious. Uh, And I don't know that Rory is really comparing herself to Paris the same way Paris is comparing herself to Rory. I don't think Rory's as competitive with Paris as Paris is with Rory throughout the show, but, um... Oh, here are some some cute pajamas. These were on sale, presumably because they're Easter themed. But they're kind of a off white color with polka dots, and these kind of little chicks hatching out of out of blue eggs. So those are kind of cute. Those also don't have any feet on them, so that's good. Um, yeah, and then at some point, yeah, Tristan just like keeps calling her Mary, and I think at some point. I'm trying to remember if it's this episode or the next episode where Rory is trying to get her locker open and Paris is walking behind her with this big diorama. I'm not sure if that's this episode or the next one. Oh no, that must be... Oh no, wait, that's a completely different season. Never mind. Um, so, uh, but Rory's trying to get her locker open. And finally she gets it open, but she flies backwards, and she bumps into Paris, and Paris' diorama um, falls to the ground and just shatters everywhere. It's a very very big, intricate project that she's made. And then they, she discovers she's in the same class as Paris, and um, the professor asks for their projects, and Paris says she doesn't have hers, and um, Rory then speaks up and says, well, it's my fault because I wrecked it, and Paris is not appreciative of this. She says, you know, shut up, don't don't kind of butt in, or, or something like that. And um, and she kind of refuses Rory's help in kind of completing, like fixing the problem or um, anything like that. I can't remember exactly how that, that whole thing kind of concludes, but she's very... Um, not wanting Rory's help in any way, um, I think that's part of the kind of competition that she feels is, is going on between them, um, and then, um, yeah, then, uh, Lorelai picks Rory up after school, and this whole time Lorelai's been working at the inn, and I forget what's been going on at the inn, um, But, um, somebody else makes a comment about her outfit, and I can't remember what it was. Um, it might, I I can't remember who it was. It might have been Miss Patty or Luke or Suki. I can't remember. Somebody else makes a comment about her outfit. But either way, she does get her clothes from the dry cleaners, and she comments that, um, that that these are the clothes that she meant to be wearing that morning when she dropped Rory off, but I can't remember what goes on with Lorelai at the inn. Um, She may have mentioned the guy that she ran into, or maybe that's a different episode. Um, But either way, she doesn't want to date this guy because he's a Chilton dad, and for some reason that makes him... I think maybe because that makes him kind of, um, of her parents' world, and she doesn't really want to associate with anyone like her parents, um, that's my guess, anyway, I don't even know if this is the episode where she addresses that, but, um, yeah, so, um, hmm. and then, uh, so Rory and Lorelai reunite at the end of Rory's school day, she picks her up, And I just remember her, Rory, giving Lorelai this big hug when she gets into the car. And I, for some reason, remember the watch that she had on. It was like this pink digital watch. And for some reason, it just really stood out to me with the outfit she had on being this kind of um, formal schoolgirl uniform um, with very kind of dark, uh, muted colors. So... I don't know why I just always remember that watch that you see as she sw- as she kind of throws her arms around her mother in the car. And Let's see. I'm trying to turn this shirt right side in, but it's difficult because it's a nursing top and so it's got an extra flap that most tops don't have. It's a bit confusing, but yeah, and then, so then they go home, and I'm not really sure what happens after that, they must go to Luke's at some point, maybe on the way home, um, trying to remember, does she run into Dean at some point, maybe at Luke's or somewhere, I feel like she might run into Dean just at the very end, um... Uh, yeah, um, so, that is all I can remember at the moment of that episode of Gilmore Girls. Um, is that the episode where, I don't know, I don't know, I'll, um, I just don't know for sure if I can remember any other details of that episode. In any case, um, I'm not done folding my laundry yet, so... Um, the way I have my clothes organized, I put the clothes for my days off into drawers and the clothes for work. into. um, I hang them in the closet so that I always know where to go for which day. So, um, the last episode I uploaded, um, I noticed that I got, um, some downloads, I've got, I've got two downloads from Portugal and one from Germany, not on that episode specifically, but just in general. So two, those are two other countries that I've never been to, that um, where people have, and whose and whose main language isn't even English, who've downloaded my um my podcast. So that's really cool. And I I I like it hasn't come out yet, but I did a episode where I kind of just read on the internet about Malaysia. Um which is the first kind of country outside of the United States and Canada that I noticed I had downloads from. Um and so I'd like to do that for Portugal and Germany as well. Um but I I think I'm gonna stick to the landscape and kind of flora and fauna of the country um as i think when you start to go into other kind of sections of information about a country it can get a little bit um not so relaxing Um, so i think i will stick to the landscape and the climate um information about each of those countries which for malaysia was fascinating um I really enjoyed reading about that because it turns out Malaysia is, like, a really cool country when it comes to landscape and biodiversity and such. So, um, that was a really cool little research project for me, not that I actually looked anywhere, particularly reputable, mostly, Wikipedia. Here's one of my favorite, um, onesies of his. It's gray, and then it has, um, two little uh, two little kind of outlines or, um, drawings of light bulbs, and then over top of that is the text that says, light of grandma's life, um, which he really is, my mom just loves him more than anything, so, I, uh, I bought that before he was born, because my mom was very excited, about him being born but i i even then had no idea how much she would just adore him so um so that is a very accurate shirt for him to wear um yeah i've been i've gotten back into soap cutting videos recently um i love i i was really obsessed with them a few years back and i still you know, I still enjoy them, especially the soft soaps, particularly the glycerin soaps. I love when they put glitter on the soap or some kind of um, crunchy or scratchy uh, material on the outside of the soap, but then the soap itself is very soft and, uh, and the, the knife slides so easily through it, but, but you can hear the kind of crunching sound as it slides through the top layer. Th- those are my favorites. Those are my favorite soap cutting videos. And when I was doing my, um, my ASMR channel for a, a quick minute a few years ago, I did attempt to do some soap, cu- some soap cutting videos, but they never worked out very well. I actually cut myself twice um, with a fairly sharp knife. And let me tell you, soap cutting videos are way harder to make than they look. Um so I actually injured myself twice trying to make them. Um, but I really, really wanted to make some soap cutting videos. And I'm wondering if I should attempt it again because I think um part of the reason why they didn't turn out so well is because I had a camera that didn't have a viewfinder, so I had to constantly be looking into the camera, in through the camera lens to um make sure that I was in a good position. And it was hard to do that, um, to to stay in that position and be doing this work with my hands as well. So I think we got a much nicer camera when we were, um, expecting a baby. So just to record, you know, um, family moments and stuff like that. And, um, it, it does have a viewfinder. Am I using that word wrong? Maybe it's not a viewfinder that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the screen that shows you what the camera is, uh, seeing, but you can kind of flip it around so that you can see it if you're in front of the camera or beside the camera or whatever. Um, yeah, either way, that's what I'm talking about. It has one of those. So perhaps I could attempt again to record a soap cutting video of some kind and put it on my Instagram or even on YouTube again. Um, even though I haven't really been maintaining that channel at all um, yeah, that would, that would be fun, I wouldn't make a regular habit of it though, I think, but I really, I really do enjoy those soap cutting videos, and, um, I did enjoy cutting soap when I wasn't also trying to make a good quality video out of it, because that just wasn't working, um, yeah, and I remember when I did do those, um, I used the leftover um, cut soap pieces, and I just basically, I, I wet them, and then I mushed them all together, and basically, you see them. You see some videos with recycled, quote-unquote recycled uh, soap, and, and I think that's what they've done as well, is they've taken these soap pieces and they've mushed them all together into kind of a new ball or bar of soap, so that's what I did there and that worked out quite well I felt like it was a lot less wasteful that way and it looked kind of pretty too because I used a couple different kinds of soap so it was kind of like a, a mix of two different colors so that was kind of neat um, so if I were to do more soap cutting videos I would definitely make sure to do that and I wonder if I could even save the water um, that I put them in uh, to use almost like as liquid soap for a bit um, as you can tell, I'm a bit of a cheapskate and always looking for ways to save money. So, um, well, I think that's gonna be it from me for today. Um, the sun is up now, and my family will be getting up soon, so, um, I hope that Whatever your yesterday looked like and whatever your today looks like and whatever your tomorrow looks like, that you have a peaceful night's sleep.